This episode of the How of Car Washing is brought to you by SDI Conveyors. SDI Conveyors is the gold standard for belted conveyor systems for car washes. If you're considering a new car wash or if you're considering a major remodel and you'd like to put in a belt, you owe it yourself to look at the gold standard SDI conveyor systems. For more information, go to www.sticonveyor.com or contact them at 705-728-4868. Welcome to the How of Car Washing, the podcast that helps the car wash owner, operator, and manager address the challenges and opportunities associated with building and running automated car washes in today's fast-paced environment. And now, here are your hosts, David Begin and Henry Lopez. Hello, Car Wash Nation. This is David Begin. Thank you for listening to this episode of The How of Car Wash. I think I've got a special person on, Rob Stevenson, good friend, who's the CEO of STI Conveyors up in Barrie, Ontario, Canada. And I was, I was thinking about saying the 51st state, but I know you guys are kind of sensitive about that. Type. <laughs> <laughs> so, but... Uh, Thanks for joining me, Rob. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Thanks for making the time. I know you're super busy and everybody's super busy in the car wash industry right now, but I wanted to talk about belt technology and there's nobody better than Rob Stevenson. So, you know, people are now debating. So when you're building a car wash, they're debating between do I install a belt or do I install a conveyor? And I think that decision point is coming up more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the pros and what are some of the cons mm-hmm. uh, that, 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 you know, when, when people are calling you talking about, you know, belt technology, what, what are you telling them? Yeah, well, let's start with the obvious con. Um, you know, the belt conveyor technology is significantly more expensive, um, so far at least, to right. traditional over-under chain conveyors. You know, typically you're looking at about anywhere from two, two and a half to three times the cost of your typical chain conveyor for, for a given yeah. length. Um, so obviously from a capital outlay standpoint, that's a, a major thing to consider, but as far as the pros, there's numerous pros that can offset and outweigh, um, some of that initial, uh, increased capital cost. So the first, uh, one is what we already touched on is the, uh, you know, what we feel to be a vastly improved guest experience or customer experience, um, that's going to make them more likely to want to come back and be loyal, uh, to your car wash. Okay, so we take that fear away of loading or, or, uh, or vehicle damage. That's a huge incentive for people to come back, make it a great experience. They're going to they're gonna like that and they're going to find it enjoyable and they're going to want to return. Okay, so, so with that uh, comes the potential for uh, higher volumes. Um, we've had uh, uh, numerous examples where we found that for equal offerings as far as the other aspects of a tunnel which are obviously very important um you know how it's how bright and well lit and open the design is uh, how friendly the staff is what's the cleaning quality of the equipment if you have equal uh, tunnel uh, offerings we found that customers are much more likely to return to a site with a belt than one with an over under uh, chain conveyor uh, we've actually done some studies uh, in that regard and found some very uh, interesting results as far as measuring customer loyalty, customer demand for sites that ha- employ uh, a belt conveyor. So that's that's one of the first key advantages is, is a higher volume potential that a belt con- conveyor can offer. And this can really help mitigate the, the initial increased capital outlay. Uh, if, if you're, you know, if you're comparing to a competitor's offering down the street, 
uh, can give you a competitive advantage by, by having that, that belt offering. All on the same lines, we found that the operators can charge uh, up to a dollar more for the watch ticket, again, for, for a similar offering to their competitors, and still maintain a higher volume than, than, a, than a competitor with a chain conveyor. Right. So now you're getting higher, uh, you know, higher revenues and higher profit margins because of the draw that the belt's offering. Yeah. There's, there's also a third advantage too, and I, I know David, you touched on this in one of your, your previous podcasts, but and that's the in, increased throughput efficiency that a belt conveyor can can offer. And um, we've looked at some studies where it's up to about 20%. So this, where this plays in is is on a busy day, like a Saturday or Friday, when the cars are lined up. And you're trying to process as many cars per hour as you can to take advantage of that of that demand. Okay, with the belt, you have the potential of of packing the cars uh, closer together. You're not uh, susceptible to missing a roller uh, as much. And you know, if you do miss uh, a row of what we call car pushers, there's one just a few inches back that you can pick up. So, so yeah, there's a, a big potential for processing more cars per hour during during peak time. So those three factors, you know, the increased um, uh, volume, demand, the increased uh, ticket margin, and the increased throughput efficiency can uh, really offset the initial capital outlay and, and create a, a very strong business case for, for going to a belt. Yeah. So, you know, an example, I'm going to say a hundred foot tunnel, you know, maybe we could get 90 cars an hour mm-hmm. out of it if we had a traditional uh, over under conveyor. But with a belt, you might be able to get 100 to 110 cars an hour. Yeah. And, you know, and what, what that does is it let, lets you really maximize the length of your, of your uh, tunnel, you know, so you're not, you're not trying to push, put a 120 foot tunnel in a, you know, place where maybe you need to put a hundred foot, you know, sometimes we try to stretch that tunnel as long as we can to get, you know, as much throughput as we can, but the, the belt gives you that advantage of, you know, maximizing your tunnel length as best as possible. Yeah, and you know, you know yourself, the uh, the ever increasing cost of of land or dirt, as we call it in the industry, uh, it's uh, it's very very expensive, and uh, as well as all the development costs and the the costs uh, per square foot of the of car wash buildings, anything you can do to maximize your throughput and your revenue for a giving building footprint or land size, uh, you, you just want to do it, right? So uh, these are yeah. all things that a belt can help with. Yeah. So when, when you're considering building one, so you say, I'm going to make the decision to do it. What are some, of, obviously it's a much different trench system than uh, typical over under conveyor. So what, what are some things you've got to consider as you're designing your, your trench? Yeah. So, you know, the, uh, it's very similar in the, in the depth of a traditional over under conveyor. Uh, you're typically going around two feet, 24 inches uh, down to maybe 30, 34 inches for, for drainage slopes. Um, but the big difference is the width. Um, you know, it's uh, quite a bit wider trench than your traditional over-under. So you got to factor that in. Um, basically, you're creating a big concrete swimming pool that uh, we're going to fill with a belt. Um, but the, uh, you know, the approach to uh, constructing that pit is, is very similar techniques. We, uh, we like to, you know, work with uh, operators and distributors early on and look at the whole uh, site plan uh, right from the get-go to try and optimize uh, the interaction of customers with the bell conveyor. As as you touched on in the past, we're we're really talking about engaging consumers 
in a, in a production process. So there's things that we can do to really make that more streamlined and less prone to problems and hangups if we design it right. So, you know, for example, uh, driveway design, we, we want to um, uh, give input to the designers of, uh, of sites to, to do the best they can to design the driveway approach. Uh, naturally, all, you know, here in North America with left-hand drive, we always prefer uh, a left-hand turn over a right-hand turn. That's, that's something that can really make folks feel more comfortable with because they can see where they're turning easier. Uh, we want to design uh, a generous uh, grade sloping down into the, uh, into the tunnel to uh, help make loading easier. It's also a lot safer too if, uh, if folks are on their brake pedals to slow them as they come onto the conveyor as opposed to their gas pedal. That's a lot safer. Um, so we want to make sure we also have a, a nice amount of straightaway after your turn radius is completed on the driveway approach. These are all things that we uh, work very closely with uh, our customers to help get the, an optimized design. Uh, I would say the same on the exit as well, making sure um, that we design a proper slope leading uh, out and away from the exit of the conveyor. And that greatly improves safety, uh, particularly with uh, helping prevent collisions with other cars. Um, a lot of us these days, uh, you know, customers are on their phones during the uh, during the, uh, the tunnel washing experience, but particularly after they get used to it and make it a regular part of their routine. Right. They're going to be using that, uh, that time to check their social feeds and whatnot. So there's always a chance that someone's not going to be paying attention at the exit and they're, you know, they're hamster willing or just not driving out. So if we design a, a good amount of slope at the exit, now we can use uh, gravity to, to our advantage to help bring those cars and they'll roll out by themselves. So these are some of the key considerations that uh, apart from just the, the belt conveyor design itself that we want to look at as we're, uh, as we're uh, designing these applications. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a couple things that we were not able to solve, and I guess people are thinking about it, but one thing, one of the disadvantages of a belt is it's difficult to clean the wheels because one of the advantages of the over-ender conveyor is you're actually getting your car set at a certain point and that car is pretty much exactly, at least at least on the driver's side, is in the exact place every every time. Right. Therefore, you can you can apply equipment to it to to, to clean the wheels. The other, you know, and so the other part of the wheels is for people to have tire shine. You know, you you have to take into consideration if you want tire shine or not. That was a decision we didn't make early on, and so we kind of did without tire shine. But what you know, what are some things that are coming around to? help people that really want to clean wheels or apply tire shine? Yeah. Um, so to your point, most of the uh, tire cleaning uh, technology and the tire shine uh, technology is designed for the industry standard, uh, which to date has been the, uh, the over-under chain conveyor. Um, so to do an effective job, so just to be clear, in that case, the, the wheels are rotating by definition, right? Your, your car right. is neutral and you're dragging or pushing the car through. So the wheels are rotating. So uh, it makes it easier to, to hit the surfaces of those rotating wheels because of the fact they are rotating. On a belt, uh, at least while it's on just the belt portion um, and not rolling on or off, the, the wheels are not rotating. So uh, right now, there's not a lot of options, uh, certainly on the friction side of things uh, in the industry for uh, cleaning uh, the, the tires and, and, and the rims. That'll change over time. But right now, folks are getting some very good results with the correct application of, uh, of chemical and uh, high-pressure technology. Okay, So 
we've got several of our customers getting great results that their customers are very happy with. Um, but you'll see some evolution over time where technology will advance um, as the demand for belt conveyors uh, increases. Yeah, I think I think what you'll see is you'll see, you know, wheel cleaners come to the tire and clean the tire as opposed to the tire coming to the wheel cleaner. Yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, you're, we're, we're going to have to build a little bit more intelligent wheel cleaning systems that can identify a tire, go to the tire, scrub it up and come back. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's a different approach, but uh, you can get uh, potentially the same or even better results uh, with that uh, improved technology. Yeah. And I guess if also, if you want tire shine right now, what most people are doing is they're ending the conveyor 10 feet or 15 feet before the end of the tunnel itself. So when, so then the tires will come off the conveyor, start rolling as it's moving out and through the rolling process, it's picking up the tire shine off the tire shine unit. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's how it's done currently. Yeah. Yeah. So installation time, let's talk about installation time. We're, we're talking a little longer than a typical over under conveyor, I would assume. Yeah, but not by much, um, you know, for your typical, say a hundred foot, um, belt conveyor, uh, you're looking around four or five days to get that put in. Um, okay. and that's, that's ready to go. You can be processing vehicles at that point. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe a day longer than your typical. It, it, it's obviously a lot of variables on what, you know, what the experience level of the crew is and whatnot. At STI, we do all our own installations. Uh, we do we, we give our customers options. Either they can have us do the whole thing, or we can also incorporate their technical resources, labor resources to help us install, just to min, um, minimize some of the travel and costs. But we like to maintain technical oversights uh, for the install, just to make sure it's done to our uh, factory standards. And that way, there's no finger pointing. If there's any issue at all, it's it's fully on on us because we're taking responsibility, right? And uh, yeah. So we have to do that just to uh, just to protect our, our our customers and make sure it's done exactly as it's intended. Yeah. The other other big concern or question I've always had is I'd love to retrofit an existing over under conveyor to a belt. What are the considerations? And seems like it's a it's a bigger apple to eat than maybe what some people are interested in doing. Yeah. The biggest concern that uh, folks have uh, in, in, in making that switch is just the, the downtime that they're worried about um, to, to, to complete all the, the civil uh, work to make the wider pit. So, you know, essentially, uh, yeah, taking some or all of the tunnel equipment out, uh, cutting the concrete floor, excavating, uh, forming, pouring uh, the pit, and then installing the conveyor. So, um, yeah, we, we've developed some ways of mitigating that, uh, that downtime and, uh, customers are pretty excited about that. Um, but it's still, it's still a decision they have to make, uh, Hey, how, how long can you be down for? What's the potential of losing customers to a competitor? And then what's the upside of, of having that, that belt, uh, compared to the old chain conveyor once it's up and running. So, but there's a lot of interest right now, uh, of making, uh, the retrofits, making the conversions. And, uh, we certainly have been working with customers to give them, give them options. One option we do have too is uh, is to minimize or mitigate the the need for any uh, concrete work is to put a single lane belt conveyor uh, into the uh, existing pit of an over under chain conveyor. So that's uh, certainly an option that folks uh, have utilized in in Europe a fair amount, and we're getting an increasing amount of interest here in North America of how they can do that. Yeah, um, yeah, it, you know the single lane. Uh, uh, belt or chain conveyor doesn't um, 
address some of the concerns about some of the emerging vehicle technologies. We haven't talked about that yet, but right. uh, Dual Belt does address uh, that mostly. But however, the simplest and lowest cost way to get into a belt conveyor is to go with a single lane retrofit to an existing chain. This episode of The How of Car Washing is brought to you by STI. STI designs, manufactures, and installs complete belt conveyor systems. Their systems are built for the harshest and most demanding of conditions. Delivering consistent quality and value, an STI belt conveyor will keep your wash operating at its peak potential for years to come. If you have any questions about how an STI belt conveyor could fit into your upcoming project or your existing operations, just give STI a call at 705-728-4868. That's 705-728-4868. Or visit their website at sticonveyor.com. And you've been kind of on the forefront of identifying some of the, the vehicle automation you know, some of the technologies going into vehicle automation and how belt technology can help address that. Do you want to talk about what you've done from a research standpoint and your partnerships and uh, where, where you think it's going and how a belt, you know, I, I, I do believe maybe a belt is better suited longer term for, you know, new vehicle automation and, and the whole idea of autonomous vehicles. Yeah, sure. So there's a, there's a name that's given to these uh, technologies, generally referred to as ADAS or Advanced Driver Assist Systems. Mm-hmm. And that can be a variety of different technologies to help drivers operate vehicles uh, more safely and minimize accidents, minimize insurance claims, whatnot. The two obvious ones that can affect the operation of a traditional tunnel with a chain conveyor are uh, automatic braking, you know, where brakes can be applied by the uh, car's computer based on certain sensor inputs that can think it needs to be applying the brakes. That can obviously create a major problem if it happens in the middle of a tunnel on a, on a, on a chain conveyor. Uh, the other is uh, auto park, where it's wanting to put it into park uh, under certain conditions and prevents you from having that true neutral that you need to roll the car through. So with a belt conveyor, since the tires are not uh, rotating uh, when it's fully on the belt, it you know, eliminates that, that concern. So, um, you know, the uh, automakers have uh, taken, in North America, have taken a part in a voluntary initiative with the, uh, you know, the uh, insurance companies of America. And, uh, and basically, I think they've agreed to uh, make these ADAS systems standard by 2022. So that should represent 99%, over 99% of all the vehicles sold in North America will have these systems as standard. So, you know, it remains to be seen exactly what problems that will present. I mean, uh, I know one thing from working in the automotive uh, engineering uh, business that each of the automakers and their engineering teams have their own unique ideas of how to uh, employ these ADAS systems. And some vehicles will probably be an issue on uh, traditional chain conveyors, others will not. Uh, It remains to be seen of how widespread uh, any issues become. Um, so, we, you know, when we're selling belt conveyors, we're not saying the sky is falling and you have to do this. It's just we're saying, look, it's, it's a consideration that you you should look at. And uh, as, part, as part of your criteria and your decision making, you should you should factor it in. Right. But we do maintain that if you put a belt conveyor in, particularly if you do uh, what's if I use the, the chain conveyor vernacular, if you do what's called a rear wheel push where you're loading the full vehicle onto the belt conveyor as opposed to a, as opposed to a front wheel pull, where you are pulling just the front tires on. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that, then you're pretty much 
completely future proof for floating cars with these ADAS systems, right? Because now you're uh, you're not relying on the wheels to be rotating during the loading process. So, but yeah, that's that's a big a big consideration that uh, folks should be looking at um, as as they're planning out a, a new or looking at upgrading an existing uh, tunnel wash. Yeah, and we've always talked about autonomous cars. I know they're still somewhere out there in the future, but you know people are focused on. Uh, developing autonomous cars and you know um, the thought of having a car you're sending your car to the car wash at night is an interesting idea Mm -hmm. and then it comes back clean you know if that ever comes about you know bell technology seems like it's well suited to that because it does take a lot of human intervention to get a uh, get a car onto a over under conveyor yeah, we, we, we're convinced that, uh, that belt conveyors represent the best uh, option for interfacing with the future of autonomous vehicles. In fact, as you, you know, hinted on there, um, we envision a day where a, a car wash will be both a commercial, uh, sorry, a, a retail establishment as well as a commercial industrial establishment, right? So during retail hours, during the day, it's, it's a retail site. Customers bring their cars in that they're still driving. Uh, or is autonomous, but they're leasing the vehicle. And then at night, when everyone's sleeping, um, you've got fleet business. You know, you got uh, you know have contracts with uh, any of the uh, you know the uh, autonomous vehicle companies. You know, different companies doing rideshare. They can have their fleets come in at night and uh, autonomously have them watched. Right. So now you've got the potential to have a twenty-four-seven uh, revenue stream that could be very appealing to. Uh, for operators. So, so we're excited about where that could go and uh, developing that technology of interfacing the uh, uh, Thomas vehicles with the, uh, with the car wash and the belt conveyor is uh, something we're looking at to see, uh, you know, how that, how that will look. Yeah. I know that the ICA is really focusing on trying to influence the Society of Automotive Engineers, the SAE. That's, mm-hmm. that's the same group as in Canada. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. North America is the SAE. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're, they understand the problem of, you know, there's six or seven or 10 different auto manufacturers. They all have their own ideas, but it seems like SAE, if they could set a series of standards, um, you know, then, then the automotive manufacturers then sort of comply to the SAE standards. So it's kind of an interesting way. Yeah, to, it's, you know, it's a little, yeah, little different I, approach, but go ahead. Sometimes the automakers uh, will only comply with, uh, you know, federally mandated standards, but, but yeah, I mean, there is a chance of having influence and having common uh, approaches to things that could help standardize across the board. Yeah. Uh, the automotive industry is extremely tight on, on cost down to fractions of a penny for components. So anything that's not absolutely mandatory on a vehicle, essentially doesn't, that doesn't pay for itself, they will tend to not put it in. But if there's some sort of mandate or guidance that they must do this, then certainly they will, they will do it. But but yeah, the SCE can have influence on that. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds and, and the different approaches to, to, to rolling out these ADAS systems. Yeah. So you, uh, STI is in other industries too. Where, where else do you provide belts? Yeah. So in addition to car washing, we also um, supply uh, belt conveyor systems to the automotive assembly issue or sorry, industry. I guess that's our background, as I mentioned before. So we're, uh, we're quite comfortable in that, that culture of uh, supplying these systems. Often they're quite a bit longer than, uh, than car washes, like hundreds and hundreds of feet. 
some of them are working in the clean uh, manufacturing environment that we uh, that we touched on, but others are also working in a dirty, wet environment. In fact, we're working with a customer right now and have worked other, with other customers to um, process vehicles on what's called a PDI conveyor or pre-delivery inspection conveyor. And this is the last step process before the uh, the cars get shipped off to the uh, to the dealerships. But uh, but often these cars will be outside on a test track outdoors at the at the plant location, where they can get covered with uh, you know uh, sand and grit and whatnot from uh, certainly winter conditions of the test track, and then they come in and they're going through a, uh, a water leak test to make sure all the uh, the door seals, the trim, the sunroof seals are all uh, properly working. And then after that leak test, they're coming on in a, in a dripping condition onto these uh, PDI conveyors. So, so we do have, uh, you know, we're actually we're able to leverage our experience in the very demanding car wash industry and use those same technologies for these, uh, these water leak test conveyors in the auto plants. Interesting. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's pretty neat to where that crossover is. Uh, not, not quite as demanding, but very close uh, with the amount of dirt that can come off some of these, these cars. And they're, and they're, they're processing, you know, say sometimes uh, seven and 900 cars a day, depending on the manufacturer and the models. So, uh, you know, so similar to a, to a, a very busy tunnel, right? Yeah. Um, we've also started doing work in um, uh, shipping ports where cars are coming off ships from from overseas and are coming to the North American market and we've been working with uh, vehicle processing facilities that are taking these cars washing them and then doing um, accessory adding accessories onto the vehicles so providing uh, belt conveyors for doing that so that's a whole new area of business for us that incorporates uh, the same uh, belt conveyor technology yeah that's good. Yeah. And the, the, the more and more industries kind of sign on to Bell technology, the better it is for the car wash industry as well. Yeah. Well, you know, we're, one of the things we're trying to do is to uh, help reduce the costs of belt conveyors to uh, make them more accessible to, to more folks in the industry. And the greater uh, exposure we have to different industries, we get uh, larger, you know, get the economies of scale. Can help increase the volume and bring the cost down, and make it make it more accessible, right? So, just like the first cars when they appeared on the market, only the very rich could afford them. But uh, you know, as we know, uh, Henry Ford was able to make uh, the Model T that made it uh, reachable by the common man, right? So, yeah, um, belt conveyor technology will f- probably follow the same same transition, you know, same trajectory, and uh, you'll see costs coming down and uh, and adoption uh, increasing. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the belt. I think it creates a, a great experience for the customer. And I think it sort of kind of hedges against some of the future technologies that are coming out in vehicles. I think it's going to make it, you know, a lot easier for us to kind of withstand those those new new technologies coming out. Absolutely. Yeah. So if people want to find out more information about STI conveyors, where would you send them? Well, um, you can go to our website. That's the best way to track us down, and uh, which is uh, www.sticonveyor.com. And uh, all our contact information is on there. We've got a form. You can reach out to us with uh, any questions. And one of our sales team would be happy to connect with you and uh, hear about what you're up to and, uh, and uh, give you advice on uh, what we recommend. So uh, Good. I, I, me, I'm, I'm the president, but I'm, I'm heavily involved in that uh, uh, application engineering process and helping folks with their questions. So, um, yeah, we'd love to talk to them and, uh, and help them out. Great. Great. Rob, thank you so much. This has been really educational and helpful. And I think it's going to give a lot of our listeners 
some good information, you know, when they're doing analysis between either looking at over and under conveyors or belts. So thanks so much. Oh, thank you, David. It's, it's been a privilege and uh, thanks for the great questions. And uh, it's been our pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the How of Car Washing. This is David Begin. If you'd like to leave a comment on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd love to have that. Or you can go to our website at thehowofcarwashing.com. Let us know if you're interested in other episodes or, or other topics you'd like us to discuss. But uh, I want to thank Rob as my guest today and uh, appreciate his information and look forward to uh, talking to you next time on the How of Car Washing. And once again, thanks to our sponsor for this podcast, STI Conveyor Systems. STI Conveyor Systems is the gold standard in belted conveyor systems for car washing. For more information, go to sdiconveyor.com or contact them at 705-728-4868. Thank you for listening to The How of Car Washing. For more information, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofcarwashing.com and leave us a comment if you have a topic you would like discussed. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to having you next time on The How of Car Washing.